Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy! Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking of contemporary. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bond's podcast from Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Major Flavor Catering. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds. I'm here with my co-host, my man, Tati. Wow, what's good, Ty? How you feeling? All good in the neighborhood. Live from the 215, Jimmy. Live from the 215. You know how we do, family. And you know, I can't forget my other codes. Love you, Miss T with the T. She will join us later. But fam, remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, family, on this episode, we are continuing our Artist Spotlight series, and we are lucky enough and I'm going to say humble enough to be joined by our, our guest who is coming all the way from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, my man, Stimmen. What's up, Stimmen? How you feeling, man? Hey, I'm great. I'm great. How you doing? Doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, well, you know, we're going to jump right into it. But, you know, before I did that, a little introduction about you. I, I, I did read some about you. You are currently, right now, currently you are promoting your second album. Um, yes. Tell yes. Your Heart. Is that right? Tell your heart. Exactly, yes. And um, you previously, you had an album that you released in 2017 called Love Through Through My Eyes. Is that right? My Eyes, yes. Love Through My Eyes. And, you know, I I went and listened to Tell My Heart. And actually, Ty sent me the whole whole project via email and told me to listen to it immediately like a month ago. He was like, yo, we need to listen to this right now, Jimmy. Right now. Listen to it right now, Jimmy. Um, you know, I turned on the first song and I heard closer and I said, like, yo, Ty, this boy is ridiculous, Ty. We need to get him on the show. So <laughs> family yeah. Stemmon is, is is a phenomenal artist. I'm just gonna tell you now. And I hope as this, as a podcast goes on, you you understand what I'm saying when we finish the podcast. You'll completely understand why I feel this way about this artist. So Stemmon, thank you for joining this man. Thank you for being here, bro. I'm going to let Ty jump in with his questions first because I do a lot of talking, so I'm going to let Ty jump in with his questions. Go ahead, Ty. Do your thing, man. Stem, how was it putting together R&B and jazz music? Because when I first heard your voice, I said, okay, all right. But then when I put the picture to the voice, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, this guy is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, the music, your music is great. Like, what yeah. started you into the music? Yeah, thanks for asking that, actually. Well, so the thing is, I studied jazz in school. There's no R&B school. <laughs> so I guess what gets closer to R&B and soul is jazz. It, it all comes from there, right? Somehow, somehow. Yeah. And I used to listen a lot to R&B when I was younger. My family gave me all kinds of music, but I fell in love with R&B, Donny Hathaway was one of my heroes. Yeah, I saw that. Nowadays, man. it's PJ Morgan. So, you know, that's the vibe. And uh, it's all, like, intertwined with gospel, of course. And, um, yeah, it's 
a circle. It, it's all circling around, uh, yeah, the vibe. So to answer your question, I studied jazzy, jazz professionally, but then uh, uh, releasing this album was one of my dreams to really combine the styles, so R&B uh, with, uh, yeah, the harmony of the jazz harmony and, and uh, with pop influences and some electronics in it, yeah. Over there in the Netherlands, is the music platform big over there or is it a small market? Um, depends on the country. In Europe, we have certain countries. For example, in Germany, you have a lot of rap, German rap. You have the UK, you have a lot of soul, uh, soul music. Um, in the Netherlands, they have a lot of techno. So it depends. But there's a community for each kind of music in each country. So, yeah. You know, Steven, one of, one of the things I found really interesting, man, was, you know, your background is very diverse, my friend. Very diverse. Um, you, have, you, you, have, you have a Swiss and German parents. Is that right? Yeah. You have yes. Swiss and German parents. And, and you grew up in Italy. Yes. So the, so the dynamic is, is very interesting. Tell me what it was like growing up in Italy. Like, that's, that's a very different background. Yeah, so my parents moved to Italy. My my father is actually, well, he's now uh, retired, but he was a pastor. So mm -hmm. I grew up in church. Basically, growing up in Italy, and I feel also Italian, feels like the best thing that can happen to you. <laughs> I mean, the food is great. The, <laughs> the weather is great, you know. Yeah, when I was young, I struggled for a while to really know, okay, uh, I don't have um, her Italian heritage, but that's where I am right now. So finding my place, finding my place wasn't easy always. But um, I nowadays I say, okay, I'm Italian, and it's okay to define things, but it's also good to leave it open and say we're children or we're citizenship of the world. So we're yeah. all the same. Yeah. So we yeah. don't define. <laughs> that's that's dope, man. I've um. I've I've been to Europe myself. I've never been to Italy, um, or Germany, or Switzerland for that matter. I spent a lot of time in Norway, um, and uh, in England and UK. So, yeah. yeah, like you know, like you were talking about the European aspect of the music. It is different in each country. You know, it's very different in each each country has a different feel, a different way of going. So yeah, I really I'm really digging that, man. Tell me tell me this. Now I read something in your bio that I thought was really interesting because. Black music is often looked at in a different manner sometimes, man. And you yeah. mentioned Donny Hathaway, you mentioned your, your connection to gospel and the fact that your mom was a pastor. You're a PK kid like me, believe it or not. I'm, I'm, I'm the son of a pastor, you're the son of a pastor. So it's, they, there's, there's a connection there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I find out, growing, you know, when you grow up in the church with all the singing and all the, the music that's involved with it, it's kind of like you, you don't have a choice really but to fall into it, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and especially being a pastor's son. And I, you know, I find that I find that music has a way of connecting people, you know. Yeah. And I also find that not trying to be funny, but sometimes you know, black music has a way of connecting people that we don't, you know, we don't necessarily realize. And I saw, I found that you have a very instant connection to gospel, jazz, R and B, and pop. Like, what was your like? What was your attraction to that? What made you attracted to those things? To those those genres of music. Man, there's just soul, like there's this, this heart, this soul behind this kind of music. I mean, you cannot say the same of, okay, it's different, but I wouldn't say the same of uh, opera. It's just different, you know, it's, opera is more like um, 
it's almost theater but with black music it's just like it has a whole history behind it it has this deep-rooted soul and that's the most I mean, Donny Hathaway, his brokenness was just like really connecting to me and, and his voice and, but everybody like PJ Morgan, Stevie Wonder, I mean, just those are just like great names. In gospel, especially in church, you would kind of let it out, like yeah. completely like yeah. raise your voice. Yeah. So yeah. I'm learning and I, and I'm really actually, I, I feel sometimes really, um, I judge myself for doing this because I'm not black, but I try to learn from from the the black community and and this heritage that was given, um, which is precious and unique. Yeah. Okay, so Ty, you know how we always talking about you know people stealing our music and not paying homage to it and not giving it what it deserves. Like, stemming, you know, even through your music, man. Like, you can hear it. You can hear you can hear what you give the credit to. You know what I mean. You can hear you can hear your influences. You can hear you can hear the time you take with your music. You know what I mean. And 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 how you let it marinate, as as we always like to use that word. How you let it marinate and slow cook. You know to get the product that you want. And that's really where that music. A lot of that music from you know those generations and even currently some of them. That's where it comes from. You know what I mean. It's it's a, it's a process with it. And yeah. and I could I could definitely tell. Listening, one of my faves. One of my faves was because uh, you know. The extended version. Yeah. Okay. That so you see Ty shaking his head like, yo, yes. Yeah. I mean, stemming that that one, I mean, I, I had to listen to it a couple of times because it just the way that you sing on it is is familiar but different. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, have I heard this cat before? No, I haven't heard this cat before, but it, it's something like people want to hear things that are familiar, right? Oh, I know what this sounds like. But yeah. you know, you possess that 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 I guess that knack where it's like you know what it sounds like, but you haven't heard it before. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and, and it, it, it just impresses you to the point where you're like, yo, this is dope, man. Let, let me go wake my wife up. She got hit this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm serious. That's what I did, baby. Listen to this song. Four o'clock in the morning. Listen to this song. And, you know, Stemming, it's, it's, it's and I, I mean, you know, artists come on all the time. And, you know, I, I, I go on my spew about them. But I really appreciate the work that you put in with your music. You know what I mean? I'm a musician myself. Ty's a musician himself. So when we hear other musicians, we're like, like, yeah, man, they really put some time and effort into it, particularly instrumentals, particularly live. You know what I mean? I heard your live, your live, um, your live version of your songs. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just, you know, you got you to gotta know, man, I really appreciate how you have embraced the culture, but then at the same time made it your own. You know, that, that's, that's what people in the community love. They love originality. You don't have to be Black to be for us to embrace that. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's just across the board. We're just all the, you know, we're all the same. You make great music, you make great music. It's just yeah. that simple, you know? And, you know, I say all that to say, Sam, like I, I just appreciate your style, man. I appreciate your music, your your uniqueness. You know, I can go on forever, but you know, I, I'm asking some more personal questions or some more professional questions. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Talk to me, you know, before, um, this is the question, last question before we go to break. Talk to me about, I read something you said about being put in a box and yeah. how how we we really work to try to get you know get out of that box that we put in. What did you, what were your thoughts about that? Hold on real quick, Jimmy, can I let me run it to you real quick. Life is not about being told you are one thing and not another or being put in a box. You can be many things and to many people. And I hope my experiences 
allows others to realize the same, whether now or in time. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I read. Talk talk to us about that, man. That's that's a that's a very powerful quote, a very powerful philosophy to think behind. So I, I really wanted to you know hear what you had to say about it. Elaborate on it for us. Ah, well, that answer is <laughs> doesn't take two minutes, no. But um, as humans, I guess we tend to do that naturally. We try to put everything into boxes because it helps us to understand the world, and so. With that sentence, I actually, I don't want to like point, point the finger and say, okay, you did wrong. My parents did this, that friend did this, this person, blah, blah, blah. But more like, okay, realize that we are the same, but put myself in a position where I question that. The idea that we put everything into boxes. And what am I saying is that when we grow up, we get, we receive um, an influence from our parents, our environment. And many times it's given to us as the ultimate truth. So it's like, okay, uh, this is how you should do it. This is how it's done. It's been done for the last hundred years. You should do it the same. And so we kind of grow up with this mindset of knowing we have the ultimate truth, which is not the truth in the end because there are other people on the other side of the world who live differently and they perfectly they are fine they're perfectly fine so my goal is to break those bridges because also putting things in boxes creates like walls because automatically i'm putting up walls i'm putting up them um so my personal experience was I wouldn't say really positive with uh, my growing up uh, with um, with church, but I'm not blaming it. It's it's not that I'm saying oh church is bad. No, it's just, it's just that what was given to me was given in a way that uh, people were thinking it's good for me, while it was kind of hurting me and uh, putting me in a box. <laughs> yeah, but nothing personal. Uh, Oh, not, nothing personal at all, Stimmon. Nothing personal at all, my friend. If you know, it's, it's kind of like you, you over here talking. You, you don't walk into the right cipher, my friend, because me and Ty are me, Ty, and T. When, T. when T was here, she would tell you the same thing. We are constantly talking about how we live and the people put us in boxes and how we work so hard to get out of these boxes in every which way. You know what I mean? Uh, you're automatically put in a box because you're European. You know what I mean? They, oh, you're, you're European, so you're automatically this way. We're automatically putting the boxes with black or whatever. You know, I'm short. Ty's a little taller than me. We're automatically putting these boxes. A lot of what we do is try to break those stereotypes and those ideals that people have about the boxes. And you just really articulated what I've always, what really I'm always trying to say for people is that these boxes, even, even in church, you know, these boxes hinder us from growing as people. It, it makes us more about you know, my saying is only time you should be in the boxes when you're dead. That's it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's that yeah. at the end of the day, that's all it's about, man. That's all it's about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's all it's yeah. about, man. We're going to take a quick break, Frank. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S Podcast at gmail.com. You'll listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back.
need a green light This moment that we got Feels like eternity God, can't you see what we got here? Diamonds and gold, the blind are souls No clouds up in the sky You brought the sun in my life Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby This is Jimmy's Boss Podcast on Every Fair Radio Welcome back to the Jimmy Boss Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. And again, family, we'll continue our Artist Spotlight series, and we are so lucky to be joined all the way from Amsterdam, the Netherlands. My man, Stemmen, he has given us his background, telling us a little, about, little bit about his, his story, sharing his insight, and I am definitely blessed and humbled that he is here with us. So, Stemmen, we thank you for joining us, man. Um, I'm going to let my man Ty jump on with the questions. So, you know, I always talk, so I'm going to let Ty do his thing, man. The first song I actually played was um, Better Than Wine. So it comes on, yeah, it comes on, and I'm like, okay. And then when it gets to the part, kiss me, fool me, it's like I just got up and started straightening up the room. I started walking around the house just doing things, you know, like straightening up the house. It got me moving. The song just gets you moving. (laughs) It's it's a great song, Simmons. It's a great song. It gets you moving. And one of the things I noticed, too, your videos, they're like oh, well put together. Man, do you like choreograph your videos, or do you have someone that you work with in doing that? I do uh, like to work with other artists as well. That those two videos you saw, I uh, closer and better than wine, I guess, are yeah. Um, yeah they were directed with uh, with an artistic director, a friend of mine actually, and she really helped me to put my thoughts into into practice. But I do. I always love to include all types of arts. So is it, if it's visuals, dancers, performers, and then of course, video makers and people who do clothing and fashion. And I like to actually include all these things in, in the music, yeah. But Better Than One is actually really, it's a song about how love can be, uh, there's our, there are two types of love and one, one love is the quick love and is the love that resembles wine and is that love that is instant, gives you that kick like wine, uh, but then after a while it's gone. While love, the real love, which is the love that needs to be fought for and the love that stays for a long time, that's something uh, precious and is different than that type of love. Yeah, man. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I, I, I can listen to you break some stuff down for a minute. I'm like, what? Yeah, that, that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. Hey, Ty, you know how philosophical we get over here, right? You know how we always think it like, yeah. like thinking like big, big thoughts, right? Uh, I'm seeing this time is like, I told you he fit right in. He fit right in, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's that's what's now, up. Now, do you compare yourself to other artists or you feel as though you set yourself apart from the rest of the musical world that's out there because your style is is unique. Yeah. Thanks. I I actually listen to everything. 
except for metal, I listen to everything. So, of course, I have my favorite artists and, and the one that I really look up. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I really like to explore all kinds of music, everything, yeah. Is there an artist you would like to do a song with? I would really love to collaborate with PJ Morgan. So, if you know him personally, <laughs> uh, actually, uh, give him my number or my email. Right? <laughs> I told hey, I told you he fit right in. I told you Ty fit right in. And um, I'll, I'll then I'll just throw, I'll throw a question out for him. Tell us about your single Dare. Dare. There is what it says. The song is about, okay, it's about a relationship and it's about uh, how sometimes we have to dare something. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it's about a relationship and how sometimes there's one person who's, let's say, more involved than the other one. And it's like an invitation to let go of fears uh, old relationship experiences and dare to move on, dare to to let go. The song says we are like comets falling from the sky, um, drifting away. And to let go and get, for example, in this case, involved in this relationship. Actually, tomorrow on YouTube, I will publish uh, another a live version of it, the one uh, that we did at the Funny Bone Studios. So yes. you can check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll be checking it out. I'll definitely be checking it out, man. You know, oh, T, I'm sorry. T, go ahead. Go ahead and throw your question there, T. When did you, because um, you write songs, but what was, how old were you when you wrote your first song? Good question. Those songs are horrible. <laughs> No, wow. no, don't say that. I mean, they're just like, I was, I think, 16, 15 or 16. So, I mean, I was going through my teenage years, you can imagine. And so, like, please, I don't want to hear that. Maybe, maybe something, but no. That's a start. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. It's like a draft. Like, like a draft, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen. I, I definitely understand it, Red. I definitely understand it. Now, yeah, you write songs too. That, right. You know, I, I, mean, I write. I wrote a song this morning. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm always writing. So we should write them together. I would love to. Stand, I would love to collab yeah. with you. I'm sure. I'm sure. Me and Ty would love to do something. We definitely would. It would be amazing. It'd be it. awesome. It'd be. Let's do it. It's done. It's done. You said enough. Said no problems. It's, it's done. It's done. It's done. Okay. Okay. We will get back to professional work. Okay. Listen. <laughs> now, you you talk a lot about the classics, right? And how you have fascination, or you, you have an attraction to the classics. How you love the classic music, the R and B. Do you feel that technology, or do or do you feel that technology has changed the way music is is done these days? Like not like I guess the purity of it. You know what I mean? Because R and B before is completely different than what it used to be. You didn't really have, you need a voice nowadays to, have to sing R and B. You can just get on there and do some auto tunes and you you will stop. You know what I mean? So, like, so how? Do, I mean, you from a person who who works, you know what I mean? Who does this work? How do you how do you feel technology has either assisted or taken away from you know the music? Well, there's this concept of listening for thirty seconds or 15 and then you swipe and you move to the next song. I mean, all the streaming services, we were, we as musicians, artists, we were forced to kind of 
give in to all those services, but it takes away everything basically because yeah, um, writing a song, you're putting your energy, your time, your money mm. to produce it, to hire the musicians, to make it sound really well. And then people, yeah, hear it for 30 seconds and that's it, you know? It's a good thing to have access to all this music because you, with one click, you can just listen something instantly, like also YouTube and everything. But it's also, of course, yeah, damaging somehow. Um, and I think it's a, it's a problem for my generation, our generation to really appreciate. We, we lost appreciation. We, and also in life, in relationships, we just like, we just give, it, give up because we can have another thing. And so we don't do any effort. We don't put ourselves into it because we can just have the next. So it kind of relates to that as well. Um, but it helps also when we should collaborate. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about collaboration, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the other side of the world. I mean, I mean, on the other side of the world. I mean, we're, listen, we're so far, but yet we're so close. We're exactly. so close. Uh, close. You, you know, one of the, you, you really just said some stuff right there. And, you know, I think all of us, are, I think the family, the team, we always feel like, you know, the music is not, I mean, the music that's been, particularly in America, I'm, I can say it might be different in Europe, you know what I mean? But particularly in America, and I'm going to say particularly black music in America, we have lost the need to want good music, right. you know? And it's really based on what, the, what we think the consumer wants. Yeah. Instead of being like, you know, if you don't want all this music, I'm just going to give you one song yeah. for a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they want, they want so much from you, but they only want to listen for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you, you kind of in a catch-22. You're like, do I just keep putting out all this music so I can get more attention? Or, you know, because I've I worked my ass off for it, you know what I mean? Or do I, do I just, do I stockpile? You know what I mean? Do I keep it off of myself and put it out in a different way? Or, you know, I mean, everybody has goals, and everybody has goals. But I mean, yeah. I know as musicians and as people in the, in the industry, it's, it's a frustrating thing, you know what I mean? Because we're trying to make good music for the consumer. But in return, the consumer's like, yeah, give me 15 seconds. Okay, I'm good. You know, and yeah, it's, exactly. it's like, I might as well just give you a jingle. You know what I mean? I might as well just make a quick commercial for you and that would be my song, you know? Yeah. And I'm not trying to insult the consumer. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to insult the consumer, but no. I, I'm really telling you, I completely agree with everything you're saying. We, like you said, we've been forced to- Yeah, we've been- We've been forced to, to deal with this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're part of it. And yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's almost like if you if you want to make money, this is what, this is the way you have to do it. You know what I mean? Or if you want to get the exposure, this is the way you have to do it. So you know, like I said, it's a catch twenty two. You know, it's a catch twenty two. Ty, how you feel about what Stephen was saying? I mean, it's true. And I was actually going to bring up the question as far as him doing performances. Is it difficult to do performances now, or how is it right now as far as doing performances live? Yeah. So basically, we've been in lockdown since, well, lockdown. We've been going into lockdown, out of lockdown, partly lockdown. It's been going on since March. So there were some times in the summer we could, we did some concerts, but it were like three, four. That's it. So no, we haven't had any chance yet. Uh, it's all being done online, social distancing. We did the recordings in the studio, did some shooting, uh, but that's it. Yeah. Now, as far as your live performances, what was the best place you performed at? 
building, theater, where was the best place? The best place was in Italy some years ago, and it was, uh, the stage was basically overlooking the, the, the sea. So you could see the sea and it was wow. amazing view. Uh, yeah, amazing view. And just being in contact with the nature and this infinity of looking at the sea and not having a limit, I think this is one of the best feelings ever. You don't have a wall, you don't have a curtain, you don't have, you're facing the sea. Uh, this is one of the best things and one of the best concerts I've played, yeah. They say, listen, they say the environment makes a concert. Now, do you feel as though the voice, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> now, do you feel as though the voice is another instrument? It's a, it's an instrument because what I like about the voice is uh, you can try to to fake it, but you cannot because it's instantly coming out. Mm -hmm. It's it comes out the way it is. If you if you're sad and you feel sad in a moment, it will come out sad and mm -hmm. vice versa. It can be, yeah, happy or whatever. So I really love it because that's why I said also it's connected with the soul. It's kind of directly connected to the soul. There's no filter. You cannot put a filter to it, uh, especially when you play live or acoustically, let's say. So when you play an instrument, you have keys to press, but with the voice, you're naked. You're in front of your audience, the people who are listening. Yeah. You're completely bare, as they say. <laughs> you're completely bare. Yeah. Talking about what Ty just said, and you talked about the voice. Would you rather perform a cappella or have your live band behind you if you have a live band? Because you said the voice. Yeah. I mean, um, do you know when... I mean, I, I feel like I would perform a cappella. Yeah. Uh, but okay, depends also what, what song, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some songs are very nice to like vibe to and have the bass, you know, and drums. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you can always make an acoustic version, right? Right, so, right. So both is nice. Uh, but I, I think there's something special about the voice. Uh, how the voice comes out naturally and also if i think about my my mother my my father when they used to sing to me when i was a baby just hearing a voice singing to you is just so calming you down and yeah soothing yeah 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 you know you, you talked a lot about the voice in your uh, bio about the, the dynamics and the power of it and <clears throat> you know we're talking about voice we all had a question about voice but i i find it interesting do you think that as an artist, that your voice today is better and, and more qualified for what you want to do now than what you say maybe when you first started and you were like, yo, I got to hurry me get out there. You know what I mean? Like, do you feel like you're able to take more of center stage for yourself as far as you being comfortable with who you are? And, and you know what I mean? Do you feel like like over time your voice develops into that? You know what I mean? Or do you feel like sometimes people just have it automatically? I think sometimes experience changes your voice, like what you go through changes mm -hmm. your voice. I was wondering, you know, on your end, do you think that the voice is, it's like, it's like you know, liquor, it's, it's like good liquor, it, it matures over time, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, you, if you preserve it for, for the right amount of time to let it out, when it finally comes out, it'll be ready, it'll be what it's supposed to be. Um, I, what, do you, what do you think of that? Because like I said, you focus on the voice a lot, what do you think of that? I think it changes the, the um, it changes with you. So it changes with you aging or with you maturing. And as you said, right, 
also it can be not that high anymore after a while, right? Or become more, it can become lower. And I think there's also beauty in that and to allow yourself to do that. And if like after 30, 40 years, you're like, okay, I cannot sing that song anymore. That's fine. It's part of who you are, right? It's your history and you should appreciate it. Yeah, it changes in time uh, with, with interests and uh, tastes. tastes. Everything you do, the influences you get from other music styles. So it definitely changes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's a big thing because I, I'll, do you find it interesting that a lot of the uh, record labels go after young people? If your voice matures that over time, would, if your voice matures yeah. over time, do you feel like yeah. it would be better to have a more qualified voice by that point instead of taking a younger voice? You know what I mean? Like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, by the time he, he retired, I mean, by the, retired, by the time he, he passed away, his voice was completely different than when he first started as a kid. And the labels wanted the kid. But, you know, as he got older, you could see or you could tell that it was like, hey, I'm, I need my voice to come out, you know? That's really what I wonder sometimes about just the industry in general. Do they gravitate or go after the youth and not give their voice time enough to develop to where it's supposed to be, you know? Is that, is that a, a tactic or is that just like... The youth want these people, so this is, is that a marketing tool? You know what I mean? I, I, I saw, I'm always wondering that. I'm always wondering that. Maybe they go after the hip thing. So, I mean, imagine living in the 20s or 30s when jazz was a big thing and swing and people would just dance. And then the 70s and 80s with Earth, Wind and & Fire. And, you know, that was just commercial at that time. But it was great music. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Compared to commercial today, you know. Right, right. So I think the, um, I mean, they made Ella Fitzgerald wanted, they wanted her to sing also pop music, but it was just a disaster. And I guess they just go after the the hip thing for the moment. That's that's something I guess we'll talk about another time. But we still have, we still have like great voices that are still active. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Who, who are some who are some of the great active active voices that you that you think about? So, for example, well, it can be argued, but um, Jaka Chan. Oh God, yeah. Um, she's one of them. Who did, she also did like jazz and then went to, into gospel. Yeah. There's some music that stays forever, and for me, like Stevie is kind of like one of those artists. Mm-hmm. He's also great. He's, he was still great when I, when I saw him in Italy four years ago. Mm. It's amazing, like, performing and singing everything by himself and playing. There's, I mean, I, this uh, easy success that we have nowadays, it fades, in my opinion, after a while. So you really have to question your, your motives and be like, do I do what I do because I really love it? And in time, time will tell. If, if you really love it and you have a passion for it, you will keep doing it in 10, 15 years. If not, it was just a temporary thing. So, yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm over here. I'm, I'm, Simon, you, you just, man, you, you touching my heart, dude. Touching my heart over here, bro. Like, I, I'm just like, man, he, he, Thank I, you. Feel like, I feel like I, I found, I found my, my twin overseas, Ty. <laughs> he's, just more mal- he's just more mellow than I am. You know what I mean? He's more yeah. mellow. 
Thank He's you, more man. chill. J- Jimmy be on sometimes. I'm you know, his name is yeah, more yeah, yeah, chill yeah, than yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, family, we're gonna take a quick break. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You will listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. From Upper Darby, listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Every Fair Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Now, again, family, we are continuing our Artist Spotlight series. We are lucky enough to be joined by Stemming all the way from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, excuse me, um, by way of, via Italy, that's what I say. Uh, you, you know, he's from, he's from Italy. He's, he's Italian. Um, what's your favorite soccer team? You, you, watch, you watch football? Ooh, don't get me started on that. Oh. <laughs> Milan, Milan. You AC Milan? Okay, all right, all right. At least, at least you ain't Juventus. If you were Juventus, I'd be like, oh, man, come on, come on, come on. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But family, we were continuing our, our interview with Stemmon, and he was talking to us a lot about his background growing up, his influences, his attraction. Um, he's breaking down his music, what some of his, his songs mean. I mean, just an extensive, beautiful interview. And as we continue, um, I'm going to let Sister T jump in with her questions. So Sister T, take off. Hi. Um, I want to know, because I see you're, you're into, like, the instruments and everything. Like, you're really in tune. Some artists just put a beat on and just sing to it or rap to it. But you're really in tune with your instruments. What instrument did you play first? And what instrument do you continue to play now? It's like a two-part. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm the youngest of six children, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can say that loud. So my parents, they all kind of, I wouldn't say forced, but they uh, encouraged us to have uh, um, lessons as kids. So we could pick like from piano, flute, saxophone, and I actually picked first piano and then saxophone, and then I went back to the piano, and I guess piano is the instrument for me that really i really connect you know if mm-hmm. i if there's something i need then maybe a piano and a glass of wine that's it <laughs> that makes me really happy ain't nothing wrong with that man <laughs> no. really makes me happy and uh, it's still i still play now i also have some like two guitars here an acoustic and electric and i play a bit of drums but let's say piano is how I usually write also the music. And uh, the Tell Your Heart album, actually, we recorded uh, full bands. So with uh, bass, drums, keys, 
vocals, saxophone, and trumpets. And then I we did some post production on it, but I wanted to have live instrumentation on the album uh, to build that bridge with with the jazz world and yeah, yeah, the played music. <laughs> yeah, piano. Piano was in my family too, man. So I really, I definitely dig it. But my 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 granddad was a jazz musician. He played he played piano. He had a trio uh, and everything. We, we we can talk about that offline. I was that's yeah. we'll <laughs> yeah. talk about that offline. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, go ahead, man. We recorded up at the Funny Bones Studio. The other musicians are there. Your band or just musicians that came together to put together your song and who are they yeah no so so let's say uh 80 of well let's say almost everybody in the in the recording uh, we did in the studio that day uh are also on are featuring on the album as well um and they're all over europe so two of them are from the netherlands and then everybody else is just like spain um and russia and me from Italy. So there's like a combination of different musicians. We are all here living in the Netherlands. And I actually found them uh, here. And this was really great to connect and to record this album. Yeah. Now, moving forward, I noticed with your songs, it seems like every song is telling a story. Is that the case? Because it seems like it's telling a story in every song. Yes. Yes. So Tell Your Heart is actually, <laughs> okay, so the thought behind it is that we have one heart and we have to take care of our hearts. There's no one else who can do that. There's no, no one else, nor our partner, our, uh, our parents, brothers, sisters, but we have to take care of it. So we have to kind of guard it. We have to look after it because this is very Christian, but like this, like the heart is the source of everything and the heart uh, talks of what's inside. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so this is like, this was like the thought behind it. So I tried to, to write uh, a story for each, uh, for each song. Well, I came up with some of the songs I came up with lyrics and I wanted to always go back to the heart in every song. So, uh, better than wine, closer, shine bright. Uh, if I tell you, there, it's all about the heart, and it can be related to people, but in my case, it's related to my heart and how I have to take care of it. So, yeah, and that's deep, man. That's why we yeah, all you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the book now. <laughs> too, bro. That's all like that's why we all quiet. I'm just listening like that. It's how you know you think like like you always be like, man, I, I know I'm the only one that think like this. Well, wait a minute. No, I'm not. I, I love I love when everybody think like this. It's like it, it, it's like a, you feel like sometimes your ideas are you're isolated because you know, you're just in your own head, you know? But I find like everything you're talking about, everything you're saying is touching me because it's a lot of what I feel. Like you say, it's very Christian, but it's not very Christian. It's very, it is very Christian, but it's very human. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and yeah. that's that's what people forget about Christianity is that it's a very human religion. It's very human, yeah. or, or, or when I say religion, a very human fo uh, following. You know, yeah. and it's not about it's 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 about what you feel, and your feeling always starts in your heart. Yeah, and you know, like like Ty was saying, you tell us you tell a story through all of your music. You tell a story, and if you know if people if you have a point in your heart where or a point in your mind where you feel like you can't tell a story. Like you, like you were saying, like it, it, it talks about you, you're the only one that's in charge of your heart. You have to speak for yourself and how you feel, yeah. how your heart is feeling. You know, like that, that's that's so real. That's so real. That's so real. Something I just probably needed to hear yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's a it's real, man. It's real. Now I, I just appreciate you really dissecting your, your work like that and you know and and, and putting it making it plain. You know, yeah. making it plain, and I mean, I think a lot of times we we hear songs, we don't know where they come from. You know, mm -hmm. we don't know what what went behind them or why why somebody wrote that song. You know, but I I I, I can hear the, I can hear it in every every song that you that, that you have. I can hear it. I can definitely hear it. it. All comes from the heart. It all it's all about the heart. You know what I mean? And yeah, I was I was used. To, I mean, I grew up very like mm, having to compare myself to my siblings, being the youngest being in the environment, the traditional environment I grew up. So I always had to kind of uh, step up and perform almost to be um, something or to be accepted, which of course is wrong in the end. It was just in my mind, but that's how I felt as a kid. And so I really, I came to a point in my life where I had to say, okay, I have to take care of my heart and I have to, I have to tell my heart good things. And it's about how how I am and not what I do. It's about who I am and not what I do because I will always um, do good and bad things, but it's not about that. It's not how it's, I cannot judge myself for that because I will always mess up somehow. But I feel you and exactly what you said. <laughs> I, mean, it, <laughs> I told you, Ty, I got a twin, Ty. I got a twin. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. T, um, you, I know you had some more questions. Go ahead, jump in there real quick. Well, after that, <laughs> <laughs> what um, what do you what do you look forward in the near future? Like after, I mean, at this point, we are all sheltered in. But when, like, let's say when it opens up, because the Netherlands are like shut down, like completely, like not over here. What do you have hope for for the future with your music and touring and things like that? Yeah. So actually, I. Uh, was supposed to come to the U.S. Uh, in uh, September. And uh, then in March, I knew, okay, this is not going to happen. I mean, I saw the situation here and there, and then the elections, and then everything with Black Lives Matter, and everything that was happening, the whole country is just like a war, like almost a war, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, and especially New York is... Uh, war zone, crazy. yeah. And so in the end, I canceled all the plans to move there. I wanted to move for a half a year uh, to do a kind of an exchange program. Uh, with music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have come to Philly, but... <laughs> I mean, it's only two hours away. You, only, you, come to New York. you come to New York, only two hours away. I mean, it would have been a I know, no break. I, know. No break. I will. So I have to come to Philly anyway. <laughs> we love uh, to have you, man. But uh, so now I'm actually keep on, I'm still writing and uh, I am getting in the studio again. And uh, that's the only thing I can do right now uh, because I can do it from home. I can 
write with people remotely. Um, and hopefully, yes, touring would be a nice thing to do. And it was also planned, but then it all got cancelled. Yeah, everything just went A-wire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like to feel people and to, to share uh, stories like we are doing right now, that's what what uh that's the reason why i do music and mm -hmm. yeah that's the reason actually so it's meant to be shared it's meant to be live um so <laughs> hopefully well we'll see you in 2021 maybe <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> well, ho hopefully hopefully <laughs> we'll see <laughs> hey hey Stemmy, look, can i ask you can i ask you a question and uh, you can you can answer if you want you don't have to answer yeah yeah do you still go to church Good question. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't. And I tell you why. Because I got... Um, so, okay, it's a long story. I don't know how much time we have, but uh, we can talk about this. Nah, nah, you, you, know, you know what, Stemmet? Before you but, start, but, I, I, okay, would like, I would I'm like not, to I'm hear. Not, I would I'm like not, to hear. I'm not like... Um, I would really love to go, but um, I need my time. Honestly, like I need my time to get over certain things because, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a long story. We can talk about it. Yeah. Um, and there are certain things I'm processing right now. So this is also part of it. I don't, I haven't losing connection with um, God. So that's, that's still there. It's just, it just changed. And I was very involved in church when I was younger and uh, I was being a worship leader. And that's also why I was playing always. So it's a big part of my, my life and how it affected my life. And it kind of also, yeah, created what I was talking before about the, the doing, the stuff, you know, always doing, always working in church, doing stuff um, as a PK. And so I need my time to really deal with a break. Um, but I know that it's a good place. I mean, all my friends and uh, it's, a, it's a good social place where you like, yeah, you have family, you have people from all ages, you have young, old, and you don't have that anywhere else actually, because outside you look for friends and you look for friends in your age which you don't in church because you get put there and you're kind of almost forced to be with these people. And that's an amazing thing because you learn so much from their life. And anyway, so, <laughs> but we can talk about this if you want. That's what I was doing. You know, <laughs> hey, I told you these PK kids, man, you know, us PK kids a little bit different. Sometimes we are, sometimes we either, there's two ways you either go, you either fall away or you go yeah. all the way in, you know, yeah. and and I ask that question. I always ask that question to people who are who are like, you know, who have similar backgrounds because, particularly in music, you know, particularly if you were or you were a PK kid growing up and then you started doing music, yeah. you have this kind of battle inside yourself where you're trying to decide what do what what do I do, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, from what I'm taught to where I want to go, and and it, it it becomes a very it's an internal battle, but it's it's also something that kind of hangs over your head, kind of that it, it it doesn't allow you to be the full artist you want to be, or the yeah. full person that you might want to be. Out out of maybe out of 
repercussions or the, the fact you were taught that you will have repercussions. You know what I mean? We were talking about the boxes, you know, we're talking about breaking out of those boxes and breaking out of those things. And I find, I find that, like I said, it's, it's a fine line between being, you know, being engulfed in the church and mm -hmm. then completely breaking away. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a person that I, I broke completely away. I, I couldn't spend my time in church anymore because of just everything I had learned. You know what I mean? What I learned from my mom, what I seen being behind closed doors with the pastors, just the, 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 the people involved with it, the church attitude, the church philosophy, the church kind of shame on you things. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's so, it, it's a catch 22 because as, as much as it's loving, yeah. It's also like exclusive kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's also like, like we want you in here, but you got to be like this. <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of like, that's not what you really want in church, you know, period. And that's what I just personally, personally, you know, I'm not trying to go into that, but personally, I completely understand what you're saying that, that, you know, I need my time. You yeah. know what I mean? I need my time to, to breathe, to be who I, who I need to be for myself, to find my heart. You know what yeah. I mean? To, to, to see what my heart is saying, to find it, you know? And and that's why I asked that question, Stim, and I asked that question because of that, man. No, like, also I think, you know, as PK, you grow up there, so you never get to know anything else. You kind of, which is different for other people who, who go to church when they're older or when they're in their 40s, for example. So that's also a big thing because you, you grew up in this system and mm -hmm. a lot of things are good, but a lot of things are very human, so are very controlling. You know, this is not anything that God said. It's just like uh, the human part that comes forward and wants to take over because of insecurities, mm -hmm. maybe, you know. Um, especially here in, in Europe, we have that a lot, this um, controlling. <laughs> so... It's there because people need people. The churches need people to move on, to, to stay alive. So I understand it, but it's a wrong, in my opinion, a wrong um, attitude to, to do things, you know. I mean, maybe this whole quarantine lockdown thing helps also churches to open their eyes and, and understand that it's nobody's going or at least here in Europe, you cannot meet uh, more than uh, five people. So people are not going to church, which means they have to survive in a different way. And maybe that helps somehow. I think it helps to get closer to God sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like if you don't have any distractions, that's the best time to talk to them. That's just my opinion. You know, that's yeah. just the way I feel. Yeah. But uh, I, look, man, I told you, bro. <laughs> I told you, I told you, bro. I feel like, I feel yeah. like it's, it's like you, you say so much. I, I sit in my house sometimes and think these things, and I call <laughs> Brother Ty and I tell him about these things, yeah. and I sit on the phone and, and debate with Sister T about them sometimes, and she agrees with me, but sometimes she disagrees with me. But it, it you know, I say all that to say, like, Stephen, like, I know this is about art, art, your artist spotlight, your your career. You can't take away that from who you are. It, not that it's made you who you are today. Not not to say that, that that's the case. It has it has given you fuel for where you are today. Better understanding. Like I understand more about things now than I did before when I was. Not to say when I was in church. Not like that. Well, I went to church and I didn't know nothing. When I came out of church and I started kind of living my life, living Christian, I guess I would say. Yeah. I started understanding more just about being human. You know what I mean? And and more about being connecting with people on a different level. You know what I mean? Sometimes Christians be like. 
if you ain't Christian, I can't connect with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You oh, oh, wait a minute. That's not what God said. You know what I mean? God said we were a lot bigger. And we we talk, you know, we're that we're all we're all connected in some kind of way. Yes. You know, exactly. And, exactly. and that's and that's what and that's what I, I that's what I feel anytime I talk to anybody, no matter what the race is, T feels the same way, Ty feels the same way. We all want to connect with people, yeah. you know, through through and, and anytime you talk to a person, it's spirits, spirits intertwining, spirits coming together, right? We all want to make sure that whoever you talk to, it's it's a it's a it's a good interaction. It's a reciprocating thing where you know we're communicating. I'm not just sitting here. You're telling me how I should live my life. I could go on forever about this. I know you could go on forever about this. That's I know Ty could go on forever about this. T and you know what? This is what we're gonna do, Ty. This is what we're gonna do, Ty. On the next, yeah. we're gonna do. We have a podcast called um, Spirituality versus Religion versus Science. Okay, Ooh, I love that. Okay, so Stimpy, <laughs> on the next, we're gonna do another one, and we're gonna invite you on because okay. we have to have you on there to give you a it. philosophy and give you. It would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, am I right, Ty? Am I right, T? Yeah, right. Absolutely right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Am I right? That he will be, I mean, he's he's talking like we talk. Like, like he's been listening yeah. to our podcast. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, right, right, yeah. Wow. I would know? love that. Now, you, you are more than welcome, man. And you know, the way the way we have all bonded here on this, no pun intended, T, the way we have all come together here today, like I always feel like like I, I get another family member, you know. Yeah. I get I get to meet a family member that I, I, I didn't know before. I was like, wow, look, we got family in the Netherlands now. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's you know, it's, it's that kind of feel. I mean, it, it's that's what that's what I always want to want when I bring our guests on. I want them to feel like they're home. You know what I mean? I want them to feel like they're a part of us. They're not just hey, you come on the show and you're just gonna come talk to us. And, you know, I know sometimes the way it is in the industry, all professional and that's a man. We're professional, yes, but. I want you to feel like you're home, like you're talking to people that you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure both, both everybody wants us. We want to feel like you know. We understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And and you know. I feel it. I feel it. You feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, and, and the love is mutual, Stephen. But the love is so super mutual, man. That you know, we can go on forever. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to talk to let the family know a lot about um, what you have coming up. I know you, you just dropped your project in August. I mean, it's really brand new to be honest with you. Just came out. Like that's the way I see you dropping August. It just came out. So you know, I would tell the family, tell everybody to go get tell you, tell your heart. Um, it's on all platforms as well. But I'm gonna let Stemma do his thing and and plug. Please plug all your music and your, your social media sites, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially connect on with me on social media because I always like to write back and yeah, create a community, create network. There's people who support me in this, but I'm reading everything. So if if you're writing me on Instagram or Facebook, I'm always reading it and I'll always reply back. And yeah, for future projects, I mean, next year, hopefully I will, yeah, release more music and uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Todd, you got any questions, man? I actually have a lot of his links that are going to be posted and they're probably posted now on a radio station in the Artist Spotlight. So I know people will be going through the artist spotlight and reaching out through his links. And my last question would be, are you getting radio play over there in the Netherlands? Yes, I'm getting radio play here, yes, as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what's up, man. But thank you for your support, which is great. Yeah. I was, I was going to tell you, you, you definitely playing on Philadelphia radio. We, that was, we, we played before we got the interview. I, I got the phone call. He was like, hey, hey, Jimmy, we got the music. Go ahead and play it. Put it on. Just put it on. Let it go. Put the whole thing put it on. Put it on. Nice. <laughs> but when you, Simon, when you come, when you come, Simon, we'll do a, um, 
you know, we'll do a live version. We'll play your we'll play your your, your whole album live, man. Yes. Top to bottom. Yeah. Okay. Even if it's not allowed, we can do a maybe it's in the summer, so we can do a outside concert or something. So. Yeah, yeah, we 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 can do a driving concert. We can do a driving concert. Like I'm, I'm yeah. These are ideas that we we're thinking about for next year anyway. So, man, yeah. I'm listen. T, you have you have any questions, T? <laughs> I just want to say thank you, thank you for the interview, thank you for being here with us, thank and you. I can't wait for 2021. Might see. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, That's like the hope. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. No, <laughs> really, thank you guys so much. Uh, it was a pleasure. And talking overseas, it's insane. Um, here you're there, Technology. and we're Listen, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy what we can do these days, man. Yeah. It's crazy can what we can do. This in the nineties. Crazy what we can do these days. Well, family, I'm going to tell you. You know, I, I like the team, have thoroughly enjoyed this interview. Yes. Simon, you know, like I said, my brother from another mother, I appreciate you, fam. Yeah. I appreciate everything you're doing and the music that you're making. Continue doing your thing, my friend. Continue, continue, continue. Remember, family, you can um, get all of Stemmon's music. His, his album, his project is out right now. It's Tell Your Heart. Please go get it up. I, go listen to it. Actually, you can, I saw it on SoundCloud. It's on all, on all platforms. Um, go listen. Spotify. Music, Spotify, Apple, all of it. Just go go listen. It's it's there. As I do with all these interviews, Snemmy, I want to thank you for coming on. We are humbled. We are thankful. We're joyous. We thank you for your insight. We thank you for your wisdom. Your wisdom, your wisdom, bro. And you know, we just we we do number wish you wish you wish you nothing but the best in the future. And when this corona virus is over, we know we're gonna see you. So, we know we're gonna see you. We know you're gonna see you. But listen, family, on that note, remember you can call us with your comments and questions at 844 844 1244. Again, it's 844 844 1244. You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. That's J I N Y B O N D S Podcast at gmail.com. So, until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road screaming, Stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now remember, family, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic, so please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out.